This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneur network.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now onto the show. You're listening to the award-winning podcast, The Ambitious Entrepreneur Show, featuring business experts, industry disruptors, game changers, and thought leaders to help you navigate a constantly changing marketplace. Want to build a successful business and become known as an influential voice in your industry? The Ambitious Entrepreneur Show will show you how. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross. And welcome to another episode of the Ambitious Entrepreneur Show. This is episode 261, brought to you by Podcasting with Purpose, helping you to stand out, be heard, and become an influential voice in your industry with a podcast. I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross, the Podcasting Queen. Now, according to my guest, and we've said this before, and we're going to say it again, because LinkedIn is one of the powerhouses in the online space for business leads and sales, and is simply the best option for reaching out to your ideal clients, even bypassing gatekeepers and getting that sale. How did we do that? Well, stay tuned because my guest today is going to show you how. Joining me to help you today is Adam Houlihan. Adam is an international keynote speaker. He specializes in social media for business and he's also the CEO of Web Traffic That Works. And he lives in Australia's iconic tourist destination, the Gold Coast in Queensland. I'm a little bit jealous because I'm here in cold Melbourne. And he is considered to be one of the most, or in Australia's leading experts in harnessing the power of LinkedIn for business. Now, I've recently recently been through his LinkedIn Influencer Program. He's going to share more about how you can access a free webinar that they have uh, going on shortly, as well as some of the things I've learned, tips and strategies, all of that good stuff to help you become an influencer leveraging the power of LinkedIn. Welcome back to the show, Adam. Well, thanks, Anne-Marie. It's uh, wonderful to be back again. This is our Third. Yes, absolutely. And the reason is, of course, is because there's so many great things happening on LinkedIn. I le recently went through your LinkedIn influencer program. We're going to talk about some of the things I've learned, some of the things that business owners really should be doing and stop doing because I still see them sharing links. We're going to share why that is an absolute no-no and as well as how people can connect with you to, to learn some of the things that we've been doing over the last well, 90 days and even longer now. So let's just take people back to the very first, well, not the very first interview that we did, but our last interview, because it was really introducing this LinkedIn influencer program. Tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah, thank you. It, uh, geez, it, it seems so long ago now, but uh, we just uh, kicked off the program at that time. Yes. Uh, since then, uh, now over 200 people have uh, have have been through or in the in the program so we're having some lots of fun with it and getting uh, some amazing results and i know you've had some incredible results which we're going to talk about yeah but yeah really it's a it's a 12-week program where people get to uh in a group-based format uh train directly with me on um everything they need to really build a, a really high uh, highly influential uh, uh personal 
right? I like mm. the dis- distinction between a business and a personal. Mm. Uh, so I'm a real personal brand. So it's really all yes. about the, the person more so than the business. Yeah. I love that you said personal brand because my background is in personal branding. Prior to working with the, with entrepreneurs and businesses, I worked with executives and professionals and many years ago would, would already support clients in getting their profiles up on, on LinkedIn. So I kind of knew or thought I knew a bit about LinkedIn. But one of the things that I noticed was and has become remarkably different is that how we used to use LinkedIn is remarkably different, as I said, to how we're using it today, particularly businesses. And one of the key things that I noticed that we'll talk about in a moment is our profile. Because after going through your program and reading uh, your book, and I'll ask you to share what the title of that is so that people can access that as well, is that how we position ourselves on LinkedIn if we're a business owner, very differently to if we're, say, an employee looking for potential employment opportunities. To sh- share with you, if you don't mind, Adam, what's the name of the book that, that you have? Well, the one you're referencing is yeah. uh, the LinkedIn Playbook. Yes. And it's, it's available on Amazon now, but uh, I'll share with you. It's, uh, I've literally just finished writing my next one, uh, which is still a few months off it'll be out in december yes uh, but it's uh, it's the sequel to the linkedin playbook and it's called influencer yes kind of all about what we're, we're talking, talking about, about today right yeah and when we did that original interview where we, we were just starting the program and you'd invited me to, to be part of that we did say to people we would come back when the program finished and give some feedback on that and of course this is why uh, we're doing this show today as well as giving great tips for people to be able to implement as well so one of the things that i noticed with the profile when i'd gone through that was just within days of updating that, I had a phone call and someone, and I I think I might have mentioned this to you, Adam, she said, oh, I I read through your profile and as I was reading it, I was thinking, yes, yes, yes. And I I just had to ring you. She said, so what do you do? And I said, well, you know that, that, that urge that you had to ring me? And she said, yes. And I said, well, I help people identify that branding, put it into a podcast and have people, um, yeah, just be compelled and enticed to, to ring the business owner. She goes, oh, yeah, that's right. And so, and that's the kind of thing that's happened. And the languaging was quite different, really speaking into what you call the micro niche, really knowing and understanding your ideal client, what they're struggling with, and using words and phrases to really capture that emotion that we know that our ideal clients are struggling with. What is, let's talk about some of the things that you see are still happening when it comes to profiles that really is leaving money on the table for business owners. It's uh, Yeah, it's a good uh, good place to start, Henry. And your uh, experience is is, uh, is quite a normal thing that happens when you do this profile optimization the, the correct way. Another, I'll share with you, someone else did this exact same thing in the program. Uh, she shared a, a similar story with me that um, she ended up getting contacted by someone who said, oh, I was actually looking for someone else. Some, a colleague referred this other person. And when I went to that person's profile, yours also came up. And then when I looked at yours, yours was so much more compelling. So I was, she clicked on her her profile and is now a client. That's the so, conversation. Yeah. 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 The, the, profile, the profile work is really the critical first step. It's yes. Really got to... Um, speak to your ideal client in a mm. language that they one understand uh, 
uh, and and two that um, really resonates with them. You know, that it's outlining that you know what you're talking about mm. and you know how to solve their problems. And that's that's really if there's a critical thing, it's it's in outlining you understand how to solve the problem of the, the people who are looking at the your profile. Mm. And what most people do is write it all about themselves and their history and their mm-hmm. their, their um, uh, job titles and uh, university degrees and all that stuff, which yeah, to be doesn't honest, really, really interesting. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't compel someone to ring. Oh, congratulations on that uni degree. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, I mean, it's it, obviously they're great things to have, yeah. but um, the, at the end of the day, your profile mm. um, is a sales tool. So yes, it has to appeal to your ideal. Yeah, so, so true. Something else that I've noticed as, as well, we talked about micro niche and uh, for myself, being that my, I had a background in personal branding, so there's a lot of different avenues that I bring to the table when I work with clients and what can so often happen, and this is what your program and, and your expertise helped to do, was really narrow it down and keep it to a specific topic. And for me, that was podcasting. What's really interesting, Adam, and I think I might have mentioned this to you as well, I've had people that have contacted me and are now in the pipeline um, um, you know, for, for biz to, to get their own podcast series done through reading the profile and going, oh, need to connect, let's have a telephone call. And from that telephone call and from reading, you know, obviously the post, and we'll talk about that, that as well, built in their mind already or, or the point of view, the no like, and trust, that I knew what I was talking about. So a lot of that preliminary conversation didn't need to be done on the phone. It was really just a check-in and then, yes, let's do this and let's book this in, into, um, the, yeah, into the calendar. And I think that's something that a lot of business owners that we don't do, we, we put too much content out there and it, it really thins the message, doesn't it? It's not micro-niched and it doesn't position us as an influencer. We need to get really clear on what is it that we want to become known as an expert in and an influencer in. Do you find that that's often a, a problem for, for business owners? They're talking about too many topics? Oh, absolutely. That, that's exactly it. The, uh, there's a big difference between, uh, you know, Everybody understands content marketing yeah. these days, but the the misconception is that it should just be lots of content and all about all the things you do, uh, as opposed to like like you're now doing, where it's very very um, strategic mm. and it, it's very aligned with you know your core product. Yes, and that's why when people have been consuming, and what you'll find is quite often, like you said, when you get to that have that conversation, they've already consumed quite probably more content than, than uh, you're aware of, mm-hmm. not necessarily commenting on or engaging on it. But uh, as an example, I had uh, someone contact me last week who said, uh, I've been reading your content and following you for two years, and um, you know now I'm actually in a position where I, I need some help from you. Mm. So the conversation was nothing about you know uh, my potential ability to, to help him that was mm. a, his mind it was a given yeah that's right that's right yeah something that you mentioned and that I want to talk about because so often and and I know that you and I are of the similar mindset in that it is all really about relationship building building your influential message around that core micro niche 
and taking time to really establish solid relationships. So one of the things that really annoys me is when you hear marketers and, you know, this new tactic and millions of people and, and, and all of that. And so we often as business owners can get jaded into thinking or, or confused into thinking that it, it is those vanity numbers that really count. And so often people are reading our content and, and engaging with it that, and we don't even know. You probably didn't even know, Adam, that that person had been stalking you, reading your content, really finding it valuable till all of a sudden they were ready, they contacted you and it was how do I work with you. So often as business owners, we take that for granted. Do you find that as well? Absolutely. The, um, you know, I, mean, I, I think as a, you know, generally speaking that we moved a little bit away from the vanity metrics over the last Sorry. couple of years where mm. you know, there was such an emphasis on it. Um, and people are understanding more that um, it's, you know, there's, there's people just viewing and consuming that content who never will engage on it. Mm. Uh, they won't. They won't press the like button. They won't comment. They don't need to. They, mm. You know, the job's done. They're, they're just consuming their content. They're enjoying it, mm -hmm. and the the end result is exactly as you've experienced. Where they, when they are ready, uh, which is the best marketing that you can do, yes. um, they reach out and um, and you know, as you said, that conversation is two thirds of the way down the path to, mm -hmm. through the old way of doing conversations where it's cold and they're saying, well tell me what you do tell me tell me how you can help me it's all that part's already done yeah absolutely something else that i noticed that uh, you really recommended and it was quite different to how i was using linkedin or leveraging linkedin prior to to having gone through your program is the fact that when you are using strategy around the amount of content, so the content topic absolutely needs to be of that influencer level, but also the, the quantity, so quality and quantity. And, and you were saying that you don't necessarily need to post multiple times a day. And that was something that I was doing. It had all been automated and I completely stopped that and now post three posts a week. So they're either text posts and you, you can share a little bit more about that some video posts I shared today uh, and there may be a graphic here and there as, as well so when we're building an influencer profile or an influential profile uh, more content is certainly not going to really win in this instance it's all, all about the quality speak a bit more about that because I still see people you know quantity is and getting in front of their you know their content in front of people's eyes as many times as possible but that's not not necessary either, is it? It's all about quality content. Share a little bit more about your thoughts on this. Yeah, you're you're hundred percent correct, and it's often uh, it's often a, a big mind shift for people who uh, have been used to sort of you know automating content through mm. you know, scheduling platforms like Buffalo or Hootsuite and Edio, there's plenty of them around, and just you know thinking that the you know nobody's actually watching that that this content disappears down feeds very quickly and in look in some platforms that certainly is the case like mm -hmm. Twitter um, however on on LinkedIn the the real value does as you said comes from sharing very high quality content mm -hmm. and you find that uh, people start to look for your content and so you've got to have a real strategy uh, around you know when and the type of content so you, you're very consistent that people kind of know that you're going to post at a certain time every week or on what days yeah and like you said there's got to be this uh real focus on quality over that quantity mm. so um uh, 
and, and like you said, a mixture of video and, and, and written, written articles. So the, the getting to the core of a strategy for people is, is really the, the, the key outcome that other than the profile work we talked mm. about before, it's really, it's all about, uh, you know, that, that very strategic content strategy and it, and it has to be high quality, as you said, yeah. and, and three posts per week is more than enough. Yes, absolutely. You know, there are so many golden nuggets that I took from this and it's completely changed the way that I am leveraging LinkedIn, something else that I'm spending a lot more time on and it's generating really solid relationships is taking the time to make comments on other people's posts as well. And I've built relationships with people that have turned into conversations that now are referral partners. Never did that before. And and this is, an, again, talking about high quality comments rather than a great post, because it allows for you to build an opportunity, you know, to build that relationship, but also share some of your ideas. And through doing that, I have also been able to follow the conversation and it's given me food for thought for other posts that I continue to share. There is a lot of value in taking the time to build relationships through commenting on other posts as well, yes? Oh, 100%. That, that's definitely part of the strategy. So there's, there's obviously your own content that you're sharing. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that there's this kind of misconception still that, um, you know, people who are considered influencers and whatever are, you know, above everyone else. But mm. when you use this methodology, you want to be – yeah, you want to be engaging with those people who are engaging on your content, yeah. and as you as you say, strategically uh, finding some people who you find you know very influential and mm. uh, sharing good quality information, and engaging with them on their content in you know in reverse. So the, the other value of that is it's uh, it's exposing your profile to a huge new audience, mm. and as you said, to to you know. The idea of just commenting, well, oh, great post, Adam, or whatever, people are not going to take any notice of that. Mm-hmm. But when you take that time to put a real insightful comment, then you know, you'll find your results, are, and you're already finding it now, mm. uh, just uh, you know, multiply five, ten times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just sharing content and not engaging. Yes. There's real gold in what you just said there. And I think when we start to really take it, take time to, to see what's happening in front of us, we can observe and really gain some incredible knowledge. Because what you've just said there happened today even. I noticed that there were people that were liking and responding to the comments that were going on there. So relationships are being built within that. And if you take the online spaces, if you were in, in an in-person, it's almost like, you know, bringing someone into the conversation, chatting, adding value, and then all of a sudden some other topics come about. And I think when you start to look at it that way, you can really see just how powerful it, it is. Every single comment that you share, every single post that you share, so, so relevant too. Something else that I want to talk about, because this has completely changed my mind, mind shift as well personal branding strategists, love marketing, online marketing. When it came to relationships and having conversations, completely different thing. But I'm actually now reaching out to people, having conversations, and I learned that through a strategy that you shared. So what I did, I mean, and this is where we're using the messenger, you know, the messenger um, aspect of, of LinkedIn. So what I did was I created something that really felt as if it was my words. And I've had people that have commented, Adam, to say, you know, this stood out because it was really, it felt heartfelt. 
and I wanted to speak to you. And for me, it's like, oh, they did? That's really lovely. And I've had some incredible conversations with people from all over the world. It's now a system that I use and it's a great way for me to connect with people. That often is a missing link in so many people's strategy. Either they don't have one or they're using that hey, come and buy my product or come to my, you know, my seminar or something. They're either not doing it or they're just far too pushy in the in, in the beginning. Speak a bit more about this. Yeah, it's, um, again, it's, it's one of those hangovers, I believe, from um, either really not understanding uh, how the platform works or from, you know, other, other platforms where that's kind of deemed to be an acceptable mm-hmm. way to, go for, you know, put out a thousand messages hoping one or two people respond. Yeah. Uh, LinkedIn's not like that. It's really about being personal and they're one-to-one conversations. Mm. And, you know, if you think about it and you're, you're in a, a networking event uh, and if you just walked around the room saying, you want to buy my this, you want to buy my <laughs> that, how many people are going to want to talk to you? Probably exactly. almost nobody. Yeah, no. uh, it's the same on LinkedIn, but mm. if you walked around and, and you know, had real conversations. And uh, the other thing I suppose, if, you, if there's an easy way to think about it, is think about what really works on LinkedIn. And it's really that top of funnel type of stuff. It's where you're, you know, you're just moving people into a next step of, of what you, know, you want to do or how you might want to have a conversation with them. You're not trying to pitch the end result. Mm. Uh, like you'll see on, as you know, on, on my profile, almost never is there anything about any of our paid programs or anything like that we will be sharing stuff about free free events and um, free um, uh, content that uh, you know people find very valuable uh, and it just moves people along into the next step so that's that's really the difference is is having that mindset around um, just uh, providing lots of value first Mm. And I'm not saying you're not going to be obviously getting into conversations about what you do. Clearly, you, you have to end up there. Uh, you just have to do it in a number of steps. Mm-hmm. Something I want you to share a, a more around, uh, just going back to the content uh, sharing, and this is happening all the time still, and this could get people in what we call LinkedIn jail. So I want to share a little bit more, and this is around sharing external links within your post status. That's an absolute no-no. Share a bit more about this because I still see so many people doing it and they're not getting any engagement uh, on their content. Yeah, so this is you know, all about algorithms, and uh, but if you, if you kind of take it out of the algorithm sort of conversation as to why it's like mm-hmm. that, uh, and what you what you were sharing is about you know that LinkedIn doesn't really want you, and actually you know Facebook's the same. So, and I think I believe that more and more platforms are going to go this way in the future. So, uh, now obviously everything around these platforms are around revenue for the platforms. LinkedIn exists to make money for Microsoft, who you know, they paid 26 billion US dollars for it. Mm. Uh, you know, Facebook, basically a public company now. So they, they're designed to create revenue. They cannot sell ad spend advertising on the platforms if everything is linking off the platform. Mm. So that, that's the reason why. Uh, what we're really talking about is that if you share a link to like your blog article or your podcast episode or uh, anything like that, then LinkedIn basically don't show it that much in people's feeds. Mm. They know that you know when they're clicking on that, it's going to take them off the platform. 
you do it often enough. And as you said, there's this term we use called LinkedIn jail where they pretty much just suppress all of your content. And as you are now aware of it and you see when other people are doing it, mm -hmm. you can see this almost zero engagement on the content. And that's basically because it's just not getting seen in people's feeds. Yeah, that's right. And I think everything that we talked about today, I mean, having a strong profile that really positions you and speaks to what your ideal client is struggling with. And, and obviously you, you can provide a solution with a strong call to action on how they can connect and find out more. Uh, as well as, you know, complemented by great high quality posts, followed by a great engagement, you know, through messaging and connecting with people, through also commenting and adding value to the other posts that others are sharing. When you do that in combination and you do that with purpose and intention on an ongoing basis, you should be able to develop, because I've done it, you've done it, and others that are going through your program are doing that as well. You're building relationships and that know, like, and trust right there on the platform on LinkedIn that really you don't need to drive people back to what, you know, to listen to an to listen to an article, to read an article or listen to a podcast, because a lot of that relationship building and that influencer building, which we want to do, is happening right there on the platform in LinkedIn, yes? That's, that's it in a nutshell. That's that's how it really works best is, yeah. is exactly that. Now, you know, there there is little workarounds that, you know, there are times where you want to share links and mm. things like that. And um, as you know, you can you can actually do that in the comments. Yeah. Now, it's it works right now. Will it work forever? Who knows? But, mm. um, yeah, the, the kind of the algorithms, the bots, those sort of things are looking for those links up in the article. It's mm -hmm. body article itself not in the comments yes so that's just a little little hack that does does work for now uh, but at the end of the day as as you say the the, the real value is in that you know uh, positioning yourself as that person of influence mm. uh, and creating those conversations and generating those the right type of people mostly reaching out to you anyway to, mm. to find out more and more information yeah absolutely I love it and um, so what I would love you to do is to share your website I know you're going to share uh, or uh, we're going to share in the comment section on how people can access an up-and-coming free webinar but you have these on an ongoing basis so what's your main website so people if they're listening to this after this webinar has already passed how can they access the the upcoming ones what's the best website to connect yeah, just to, if you go to our main website, which is webtrafficthatworks.com, uh, then of course you'll see the um, programs we have and that we always have information about our free web. We run them every eight weeks uh, and they're basically an update, like what's happened in the last eight weeks and, and a little bit more information about what we're talking about today and yes. the best practice use because uh, things do change quickly. So uh, eight weeks is kind of a, a long time in, uh, in, mm. in social media in some ways these days. So uh, yeah, just webtraffingthatworks.com yes. and always get the, the latest there. Or of course, you can go to my LinkedIn profile and uh, on my profile, I always have um, the way you can, or when and how you access those, those free Free web events. Yeah, yeah. So certainly we're going to add that to the show notes. Uh, we're going to post this to our uh, Facebook profile because we know that there's a lot of people who join us in the first uh, first uh, podcast to, to the start of this journey and to see what the results were. And I have to say that it really has completely shifted my thinking. I, I would say now that my main sharing really is around LinkedIn. I focus on that first, then I repurpose that content across other platforms which all leads back to, uh, to to LinkedIn 
and the fact now that LinkedIn has got videos that you can share uh, and I noticed that the videos really do get a lot of engagement um, on mine and I know that yours do as well so a little bit more scary for people uh, who may not like to get in front of the camera but uh, just giving some feedback on some of the, the things that really works. Is there anything like a scoop of something that may be happening that you might have gotten wind of that that, that is in the process of being implemented on, on LinkedIn that you want to share at the moment? Um, maybe hush hush, I don't know, is there any scoops on what might be happening in LinkedIn? LinkedIn's very very closed book on, on a lot of this stuff but um, the I think one of the not, and I'm sure I've shared this before, but um, I believe that um, sort of live video will be will be on the platform at some point. Yes. Uh, only because the the LinkedIn recently hired uh, a gentleman by the name of Peter Royal, who was actually the guy who developed the Facebook Live. He's now in the LinkedIn team, so there's wow. no reason to have him there yeah. other than if that to get coffee or something. No, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I'm, I'm thinking that will be one. Another yeah. one, though, and I actually shared a, a post on this this week because um, uh, a lot of people are not aware of is that um, you can actually now, with like you're talking about how important video is, mm. but it's also very important to include captions on your videos because 85% of all mm. videos get watched without sound. So um, but uh, you know it's usually quite a difficult thing to to create the captions mm. onto video. But Rev.com uh, now have a service where you, you just send your video to them and they create what's called an SRT file. And LinkedIn now supports SRT files, so you can literally upload your video, upload your SRT file, and it automatically creates and populates the, the caption for you. So oh, I, I didn't know that. Pretty amazing new yeah. Yeah, that's great. I use a, a, a program called Handbrake. It's just a free program and it combines the two together. But now that LinkedIn does that uh, for you, I think um, is great. And it is it, it is very important, I think, to, to realise that a lot of people do not listen to the sound. So either they're really good lip readers or they're just not really gaining much value from uh, from your video so that's certainly something that uh, we can do so rev.com rev.com i've used that for for quite some time so it's a, a great resource for for sure well thank you so much for coming on the show i i, I know that uh, i've certainly learned so much through going through your linkedin influencer program and i'm sure others who will even access the uh, webinars that you have on an ongoing basis to keep up to date on that you do that on our behalf so on behalf of everyone, thank you for doing that and, and sharing your insights so that we continue to have our information be of value to others so that we can impact the world because that's why we're in business, to impact the world one message at a time and you get to help us uh, ensure that we do that on LinkedIn. So thanks once again for coming on the show. Absolute pleasure, Anne-Marie. You've been listening to the Ambitious Entrepreneur Show brought to you by podcastingwithpurpose.com. Stand out, be heard influence want to influence real change with your own podcast access our free podcast training including our no cost and low cost tools and podcast production workflow checklist to get you started at www.podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash mini training that's podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash mini training
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.